as I mentioned, there is some space news to cover on this Tuesday. Here's our space expert, Paul Delaney. He joins us now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, Paul, good afternoon. How are you, Jeff? I'm well, thank you. Okay, let's talk about this new study that uh, apparently uh, they are now saying, researchers, that uh, black holes can create tsunamis in outer space. What is going on here, Paul? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an interesting headline. Uh, think of this as a huge structure which the black hole is facilitating. And we are talking about a really large structure in space. So let, let's back up here, a black hole. Now, this is not what we call a stellar black hole. This is the sort of black hole that resides at the centers of galaxies. And so these are monstrous objects that are literally millions, tens of millions, potentially billions of times more massive than our sun. So here in the Milky Way galaxy, bringing it close to home, the center of our galaxy has a very large galactic-scale black hole. It's about 4 million times the mass of our sun. So that gives you a bit of a sense of how massive these objects are. They're really, really massive. Their sizes are about the size of a solar system. They're not you know, huge, but when you think about you know, um, you know, 4 million times the mass of our sun residing within a volume of our solar system, again, phenomenal structures. Because of these gravitational fields, these black holes create what we call accretion disks. Think of it as a big donut ring that surrounds, orbits around the black hole. And that's full of leftover debris, dust, gas, material from the galaxy. And because they are moving so rapidly, that accretion disk gets really, really hot. And this, coupled with the black hole's gravitational field, facilitates all sorts of what we call outflow, so material that moves away from the black hole. It's a complicated structure. What the, the researchers have now done, and this is courtesy of really high-powered computer simulations, is they've modeled this and they've thrown into it um, uh, strong, gra- uh, strong magnetic fields and they believe they have now simulated a structure that basically has these outflows creating enormous tidal wave-like structures around the black hole moving outwards. So it's moving dust and gas away from the black hole in a very collimated fashion, very much like you would see, unfortunately, if you were standing in front of a tsunami. This huge wave coming at you, now it is this huge outflow of gas from the black hole's accretion disk moving outwards in space but retaining a structure that we didn't think could be retained. Okay, well, that's a great explanation. And as we all sort of follow along here, Paul, I mean, my understanding is that uh, like a tsunami is caused uh, by an earthquake on the ocean floor. And wondering, is this what we're now detecting in outer space, essentially that uh, it's an earthquake uh, just in outer space? So let's just step back for one sec. Think about that that, uh, earthquake. Basically what you're doing when you move the ocean floor is you're transmitting energy up through the water. And when it relieves the surface of the water, it's that energy wave that pushes the water upwards and outwards. Okay? Okay. The the same sort of thing is happening here with the black hole, except now instead of it being uh, an energy wave, it's this outflow of gas being pushed outwards that is creating this, this, as I say, regular collimated structure. So the, the wave-like appearance is arising from this column of gas, which is being pushed out from that donut 
that surrounds the black hole. The, the energies are quite phenomenal, as you can imagine, because you know the, the black hole is a very strong gravitational field. The donut is moving at hundreds of kilometers a second. The amount of energy in this outflow, this wave-like outflow, is truly stupendous, and why we call it a tsunami, just because of the scale that we're talking about. So All right. Well, we know, Paul, that uh, sorry, tsunamis can certainly be devastating here on Earth uh, when they occur and happen. Does the same hold true for these uh, black holes in outer space? Well, if you were in a spaceship that was passing through one of these tsunamis, it would be something of a rough ride. The, the density of the structure is not very high, but the amount of energy that the wave is pushing past you certainly would not create a smooth, it'd be a very turbulent ride. I don't think it would destroy your spaceship, so to speak, but it certainly would be rough turbulence. If you're talking about that type of a structure washing across a planet, the planet wouldn't bother. It wouldn't be bothered by it. You, you might get a little bit of uh, excitement in the atmosphere, uh, some increased auroral activity, but where these uh, monstrous black holes are located Generally speaking, there aren't many stars nearby, let alone any planetary systems. And the further away the tsunami gets from the black hole, the weaker it becomes, just like here on Earth. You know, the tsunami, the further away it goes, it does tend to lose energy with distance. Sure. So is there any impact for us here on the planet, on planet Earth, when it comes to these uh, black hole uh, tsunamis? Or is this more just a research that uh, NASA and the like uh, can use when it comes to space travel? It's really the latter. Uh, you know, we're nowhere near any uh, regular black hole, let alone you know, the, the monstrous black hole, which is creating these types of events. So you're talking about needing to be in the center of a galaxy for you to have any discernible impact on, on, on you or a spaceship. So here, the Earth is about 25,000 light years away from our black hole at the center of the galaxy. So it's no impact on us. It really is more theoretical. It, it helps us understand mechanisms which are operating within the galaxy. And even though this particular one may not impact you and me and spaceflight in the very near future, understanding how these things can happen gives us more insight into the more mundane activities that stars can engage in. So, you know, it, it's good research in that regard. But no, this particular tsunami is not something we need to worry about. Okay, should this give a pause for thought to Jeff Bezos or Richard Branson, do you think? Because we're just uh, days away from uh, both billionaires blasting <laughs> off into space. No, they won't be at all phased by it. Uh, you know, it's really exciting. I mean, July 11th and July 20th, if the dates hold, we will see both of these guys and their respective crews fly suborbital uh, above the Earth. And that, to me, is, is really amazing. They've been striving for this for the better part of 15 years. And literally, the two of them may fly within 10 days of each other. I, I think that's it, it's remarkable timing, and I wish them both the best of success, because the sooner we get past their flights, the sooner you and I can sign up for a ticket. Right, yeah. Last we talked, uh, Bezos said the uh, date, and since then, uh, Richard Branson is going to best him by a, a few yeah. days. Are you expecting maybe Elon Musk in the next day or two to beat them both and go up into uh, space, Paul? <laughs> no, not at all. In fact, he was asked this question about a year ago, and he basically said, yeah, I'm in no hurry. And you know, when all is said and done, strapping yourself onto a bomb, yeah, I, you, you probably want to wait a little bit until... There's lots and lots of precedent that says all is well. Now, Elon is not showing any great rush to get into orbit, unlike Bezos and Richard Branson. 
Yeah, well, it's going to be exciting in the uh, days to come, and I'm sure we will be uh, talking about it when it happens. Paul, appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome, Jeff. Take care. You too. Space expert Paul Delaney with us.